it helps if I unmute myself. Okay. <laughs> I'm doing great today. Okay. It is Saturday, November the 19th. And I know that it's not Friday. I know that I keep on trying to do my podcast Fridays at seven, but life keeps on happening. So, but I wanted to bring some really important information to you guys. Want to raise the alarms uh, and, and, and raise the, raise the flags of awareness, if you will. There we go. We are currently going live on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Getter, and of course, it'll be up on our website at securetheborder.us, securetheborder.us. Uh, but I want to bring this information to you guys. Please like and share, like and share, like and share the video. And I, I want to raise the red flag of something that I saw that came across uh, my feed about two days ago. Um, trying to change the settings on my personal page on Facebook so that this way you guys can like and share. All right. Looks like it's good to go. Um, I want to raise the alarm of something that I saw come across my my feed uh, about two days ago. Uh, and, and I think that this is going to be potentially the next uh, cause, if you will, the next epidemic, if you will, which really truly is the true pandemic uh, of mass murders occurring in our country. But I fear that it looks like they very well may be trying to use this as the next reason to forcefully vaccinate uh, children and uh, U.S. citizens across the country. So guys, this is really important to me. Please like and share, like and share, and let's get right. Let's get to it. Okay, guys. So again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I wanted to bring this information to you guys. Uh, I wanted to do it actually two days ago. I did some reading on it, reading up on it, made some phone calls uh, of people that I greatly admire and trust um, and, and, and wanted to start raising the alarm. But yesterday was my birthday. Thank you guys so very much for, uh, for, for the birthday wishes. I just felt, I felt the love. I felt the love. Thank you guys so much for all the well wishes and the, the happy birthdays and the prayers. Thank you guys very much. Uh, but my family had, had a fun filled day and relaxing day with my family yesterday. Uh, and, and the day before, and I wanted to get some more reading done before I presented this to you guys. So again, I know it's not Friday. Uh, I know it's Saturday, but this information, I want to make sure that I get it to you guys as soon as possible. Uh, and I'm hoping that I, I will get a, a piece written, a blog written as well. Cause it seems like, you know, it, things written in, in, in format in a written format seems to be a little bit easier for people to quickly share and, and listen to. Um, and hopefully I will do that uh, soon for you guys. But I wanted to raise the red flag because this was very concerning. You guys know, uh, and you guys, of course, are listening to Sheena Rodriguez with Secure the Border, the Secure the Border podcast. Thank you guys so much for your love and your support. Please like and share, like and share. Um, <laughs> I'm very concerned about this. So, you know, one of the major things that has been one of the major factors of, you know, we call this an invasion, right? Because it is. And, and we did a, uh, a my, my friend and colleague and my brother from another mother and father, uh, Anthony Aguero, we did a, a live the other day talking about uh, Governor Abbott 
quote unquote declaration of in invasion, or at least that that's what even the right wing media took with and ran with. Right. And we showed you guys and presented the cases that that, that in fact was not the case. It was just double speak. There was no new orders, no new executive orders, nothing new whatsoever. It's, it's just more double speak, just regurgitation of what he claims he's already done. Um, so we address that. Right. But when we talk about the uh, an active invasion, you think of it in the sense of then there must be there has to be uh, uh, casualties. Right. Well, what, one of the main casualties from this active invasion occurring at our, our our southern border is, in fact, the massive influx of deadly drugs that are pouring over our border. Most specifically, and there's many of them, but most specifically, the most deadly right now is the fentanyl, right? Um, over 100,000 Americans have been poisoned, poisoned by fentanyl um that are just pouring over you could type in and i could present to you guys you know uh, the different articles from across the country even of backpacks being left intentionally they have to be i'm sorry there there's 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 yeah it's presumably intentionally okay presumably intentional well we'll we'll word it like that uh literally just left backpacks full of fentanyl left across at schools from across the country okay just left um we see the rainbow the the rainbow fentanyl that's pouring over so many things obviously targeting our children the youth of this country okay um and on a deadly scale these uh, most of these kids have no idea what they're taking and i want to touch on that really quick uh because i've been asked a few times now well like what, what do you mean by that what do what do how do they how do they not know what they're taking a lot of them and, and, and a lot of the people even speaking, the quote unquote experts speaking on mainstream media, of course, uh, you know, are saying the same thing in the sense of, you know, it's 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 they don't know what they're taking. Right. Um, it's counterfeit drugs. They think that they're getting Xanax. Uh, my good friend, Stephanie, uh, you know, I was talking to her. She was one of the people that I called uh, with the information. And I said, I said, had you seen this? And I'm going to present to you guys. I said, had you seen this? And she goes, yeah, I did. And I was like, you know exactly what this means, right? Um, <clears throat> and she had even said the same thing. Like people may not, some people, believe it or not, may not understand what we mean when we say that they're just, they're counterfeit drugs. So you can Kids can even order drugs like online through the dark web, if you will. Okay. Um, you know, thinking that they're getting a Xanax, right. Thinking that they're getting muscle relaxers, uh, thinking that they're getting pills that are going to help them stay up and study for their, their test. Right. Uh, kids are not the smartest kids of all ages. You guys know, I have two teenagers, um, God bless them. Uh, you know, their prefrontal cortex is not fully developed. Right. So <clears throat> you guys know that my background and educate my education was actually in developmental psychology. I've worked with special needs kids before. That was that's kind of my thing. Right. Uh, mental health, behavioral health. That's kind of my arena where I feel comfortable in, um, you know, and, and the reality is, is that kids don't make. And if you're if you're if you're a parent. Right. Specifically, a parent with teenagers of teenagers or of young adults, y'all know that they make really stupid decisions sometimes. Right. Um, and that's because their prefrontal cortex is just not fully developed. So they don't always quite they, they, they don't think they just don't think. Uh, and, and even if they do think now, you know, they're taking 
pills that they're getting from their friends, right? Um, and they think that it's a muscle relaxer. They think that it's a Xanax. They think that it's a, well, well pick your poison, right? Um, and it is a counterfeit drug. It's laced with fentanyl or it's laced with fentanyl, right? We're even having marijuana that's laced with fentanyl. Um, and, and you guys know, I don't want to beat that drum too much, but you guys do understand that there is just a very small, like the tip of a pencil, right? That is enough to kill an adult human being. And there's been enough fentanyl that have cro that has crossed over the Southern border to kill every single American here in the United States. It's frightening. Like I said, over a hundred thousand have been poisoned. Okay. <clears throat> the reason why I'm bringing this up is because now the federal government sees fit with Mayorkas and resident Biden um, and the absolute treason that is occurring with regards on everything, honestly, but it, specifically with regards to the border and not, in, you know, not enforcing the policies uh, that, that are in place, not enforcing the laws, uh, tiptoeing around it, right? They, they just, the courts just basically did away and obliterated the uh, Title 42, um, which was like the last thing that we had really to, to kind of curb just a little bit uh, this act of invasion that's occurring. Right. But see, they, they see fit then to incentivize all of this illegal activity and this massive invasion. They seek to incentivize that the blood of these over a hundred thousand Americans that have been intentionally poisoned is on their hands amongst other things. But now they're also attempting to promote the quote unquote solution to this problem. And that's what I want to present to you guys today. Let's see if I can share this really quick. <clears throat> Game changing. And I'm wondering, I'm wondering if this is the, the, uh, the podcast and the live videos now that's going to get me kicked off and booted off of social media and, and, uh, fake book and Twitter and, and, you know, YouTube, you guys, of course, can follow me, follow me, please do on Getter. It's, uh, let's see, what is my tie, my tag there on Getter? Um, that's a good question. Uh, at secure the border at secure the border is my tag on Getter. Cause at least I know that of all every, all the other platforms that we're streaming on, at least I know that we're not going to be taken off down there. Okay. On Getter, but this is the solution. Another vaccine. Fentanyl vaccine may have been discovered, researchers say. Now, I saw this on the Border Report. It's a very left-leaning news organization that reports on the happenings at the border, okay? But they're, they're, they're left-leaning, okay? But you guys know I also read a lot of left-leaning media. I, I, I listen to what they're saying. I read what they're saying. Because I'll tell you, so far, so far, I have not seen any... Uh, right-wing media sources that has reported on this. And this is one of the reasons why you, you get information uh, reading left-wing sources that you may not necessarily get. That is kind of important. You need to know what they are intending to do. Here it is. Fentanyl vaccine may have been discovered, researchers say. Okay. Um, for so many reasons. And I had, when I read this like two days ago, I retweeted it and I was like, yes, because vaccines have been so uh, useful in combating um, addictions. Okay. And I'm going to go into another 
vaccine that uh, had been created and worked on a few years back. And because I want to compare that information. But as, as I'm reading this, and I'm going to, here's, I have the actual study as well that was released that this article is based off of. But it says at this point, the vaccine does have limitations. And I'm reading this verbatim, not that you guys can't read it, but remember, we also put this information up on the podcast version. So for those who are listening to the audio version of it only, I'm going to be reading some of the stuff out loud. At this point, the vaccine does have limitations. It wouldn't stop an accidental overdose. It's important to know that at this point in time, this uh, the, the studies that have been done have only been done on animals, have only been done on mice, okay? Um, and it, according to the border report, it's still, it's, it, they, they report that Narcan, uh, the counteractive nasal spray carried by first responders and available for citizens to also get, please do so. I have not done so yet. Um, I absolutely intend to do so. And I'm going to try to actually see if I can get it at my local pharmacy here. And I want to be able to report on that um, because that would be very useful. I know Stephanie got it from uh, online um, from, I forgot where she said that she got it from, but Stephanie, if you're listening, um, if you're able to share where you were also able to get Narcan um, I want to try and get this information out as well and make it readily and easily available for people to be able to get their hands on Narcan because whether you, you could sit there and think to yourself, well, but my kids don't do drugs. Well, but you don't understand. You can go around it. You could be around it. You could accidentally touch it. You don't know what you're touching. Again, your kids could make not smart decisions. And, and honestly, on like just they, they really have no idea what they're doing. Right. Um, decisions. We need to have this on us um, at all times. Moms, dads, we need to be able to carry this on us. But anyways, here it says that, of course, even with this proposed vaccine that they're working on, Narcan, um, they're still saying, would still have to be carried by first responders uh, and would be used to combat the immediate effects. But it would help drug users who struggle with opioid addiction to break free from the from their daily struggles. So the way that this is being painted, and I'm, I'm going to make sure that I put all the links of this um, after uh, after we, this broadcast is over. I'm going to make sure that I put all the links to all of the articles that I cite uh, in the comments as well. You can find it on my personal Facebook page. I'll put it on the Alliance for a Safe Texas Facebook page. I'll put it under the broadcast in Secure the Border, and I'll put it up in all of the comments on uh, Twitter and um, on Getter as well. So you guys can reference and share these articles as well and read them for yourself, okay? But this right here, what they are painting this as is, is, is basically saying that this is, if you're lucky enough to survive taking fentanyl, um, you know, then and you become addicted because it is highly addictive highly addictive. Okay. Um, if you're lucky enough, this vaccine as of right now is going to be, uh, set up to where you can use this to help curb your, uh, fighting against your addiction. Okay. That's how this is being painted so far. And they're saying that the great news is of course, is that this is, is, is not going to interfere with, with the use of other opioids. So, um, you know, if you're using uh, like morphine, for example, uh, for pain, it's not going to stop. This is basically saying in the studies, and let me switch this really quick to the, the actual study itself. And give me just a minute here. But it's saying that basically that this, the way that this is 
according to them that this is working is um, that it blocks so far. They've only done it, uh, tested this in male and female rats, but that it, it basically uh, prohibits it from attacking and attaching into your brain. Okay. And that it'll be flushed out through the kidneys. And the idea behind this is that the negative impact, since it won't go through your brain, um, that it just, it, it, it'll stop. It stops the uh, desired effects from taking the drug. Like you typically take a drug because it gives you a desired effect, right? Uh, it gives you either like a euphoric feeling or it gives you, it takes away the pain, um, you know, physical pain, what, whatever it is, right? That's the reason why we take medication, right? I have a headache, so I'm going to take this Excedrin because it helps to alleviate my headache, right? Well, this is saying that you could take that Excedrin, or in this case, you could take that fentanyl because you are addicted to it, um, but it's not going to give you that euphoric feeling. So it's basically saying that it's it's meant to block that. Uh, so because it blocks it, the idea, of course, then is that uh, you're less likely to take the fentanyl uh, because the desired you're not going to be able to obtain your desired feeling, whether you know euphoric pain killing, whatever, whatever feeling it is. Okay. Um, but that's the idea behind this. As of right now, again, there's, it, it, it's transforming now it's made it out of the phase of, of, of rats. No rats have died. According to the study, um, there have been no negative effects of this proposed fentanyl vaccine to the animals. Um, however, and what I want to point out here, let's see if I can switch back. Sorry, guys, I'm doing my best here. Y'all know I'm technologically challenged here, uh, but there we go. However, um, human trials are expected to begin soon, uh, but are still likely years away before it's publicly available. I'm going to touch on that here in just a second. Uh, during the lab studies, no adverse side effects of the vaccine were discovered. Okay. Um, but you know, one of the other things too, that you guys need to understand and realize is that just because there's no documented negative or adverse effects on an animal, we're not rats. We're not monkeys, nor are, nor are we ferrets, nor are we cats. We are human beings. Despite what the left says, you cannot identify as a furry, um, or a cat or, a different gender and then it be true right that that's not how actual science works okay um and transitioning from rats what's okay in rats to humans are two totally different things okay and the reason why of course i feel that this is so important and for several reasons um but the reason of course why i feel that this information is so important is because I see the scenario where they're going to quickly try to use this as a reason because of the massive deaths, overdose deaths on this, particularly on our youth. Uh, and 18 to 45 year olds right now uh, are, are, are the most impacted. That's where we're seeing the most overdose, overdose deaths. I don't know why I'm struggling to speak tonight, guys. I'm freezing. It's freezing in my house. Our heater's not working well. I've got multiple layers on. <laughs> I'm struggling to speak. So forgive me, forgive me in my, uh, my stuttering. 
Um, but anyways, we're going to get through this because it's very, very, very important. We've seen the adverse effects from this COVID jab. I personally have three family members. Me and my husband have three family members, one who has passed away that have been vaccine injured or that we are fully convinced that this is a result of the COVID vaccination. Okay. I see this as this being the next opportunity for them to target, specifically target young people of saying, well, we need to go ahead and vaccinate all of the children because they're likely or much likelier to die. And I'm going to make my case. Okay. Hope you can hear me. Looks like it had a little flip there. All right. Hope you guys can hear me now. If you guys can hear me, okay, just give me a thumbs up or say yeah. Or if you can't hear me, well, then you probably won't be able to respond. But anyways, I'm going to go ahead and continue. Yes, it said that the vaccine is likely years away. However, I want to present this to you. I said to you guys before. Yeah, they had already worked on a vaccine. Specifically, it was a, a vaccine for cocaine um, years ago that they were working on. Um, they're using that, I believe, as a premise, as, as a baseline. I don't know that for certain. I, I've, I've, read, uh, I've read several, as much as I can, on what they're now presenting as this new potential fentanyl vaccine. But um, back in January, here it is, January 2022, um, so earlier this year, and I think that this right here, this is the addiction center. I believe that this right here, again, I think that all of this work that we're seeing here that's being cited for the fentanyl vaccine and that's uh, opioid vaccine was probably all based off of, I could see how it would be based off of the COVID, uh, I'm sorry, excuse me, the cocaine vaccine that they presented a few years ago and started working on a few years ago. So I want to use the, this information as like a baseline to present this case to you that I believe that this might be something that they want to try to push and rush just like they did the COVID vaccine. I want to raise those red flags. Okay. Um, because again, according to the articles, two different articles, they were saying, well, it's still a while's away. However, in January, 2022, the addiction center, which also cited um, this, 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 potential vaccine against addiction, opioid addiction, they said down here, and they mentioned the COVID-19 uh, vaccine. And of course, I'll read that part. It says, unlike the COVID-19 vaccine, best practice for an addiction vaccine would not be to receive the, um, uh, the vaccine in advance of coming into contact with the thing being immune, uh, immunized, immunized, I can't talk today, against, okay, the illegal drug. So they're saying different, as of right now, back in January, this article was saying that unlike the COVID-19 vaccine, this, this vaccine would be, again, to treat the addiction of the drug. However, it mentions this part right here. Operation Warp Speed was the endeavor that brought the COVID vaccine and it was the race against the clock, unlike any other seen in modern age. Now there is a different race against time occurring. Remember, over 100,000 poisonings so far, the vast majority of them being children and young adults. 
Okay. Perhaps just as important, if not more so. Right. Yeah. Because contrary to what they want you to believe, um, COVID-19 deaths were quite small, particularly in comparison to now the number one killer of 18 to 45 year olds, which is fentanyl overdoses, fentanyl poisonings. Perhaps it's just as important, if not more so, the sprint to take an, uh, an, an addiction vaccine to market before drugs like fentanyl claim untold more lives. Yeah, quite a lot more untold lives. Okay. But again, as of right now, in these articles, they're claiming, they're claiming, they're claiming that this is to take as to help fight and combat the addiction. So again, if you're lucky enough to not die from a fentanyl poisoning, chances are you're going to be highly addicted. And so this is how they're painting it. Okay, is that this is going to be a, a tool to help combat the addiction. But you see on how they're already mentioning. First, we went from, well, it's likely years away. But then they're mentioning on here on how Operation Warp Speed just magically took away hundreds of years worth of actual science with longitudinal studies and, and different phases, right? just disappeared and somehow we were able to create this COVID vaccine and over sim, uh, seemingly overnight, right? So you see how I'm trying to build the case here. So we're going from a few years to now, well, well, but Operation Warp Speed just advanced science so quickly that we were able to get that vaccine out real quick. So hopefully, hopefully we can do the same thing with this fentanyl vaccine. Okay. Now I want to present to you guys some information on what happened and what they did with the co uh, cocaine vaccine. A lot of people may not have actually heard of the cocaine vaccine. Um, I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why. But I want to go ahead and show you guys some of that information there because I think as of right now, it's really the only thing that I really have to compare the potential fentanyl vaccine that they're so excited about. Okay. The cocaine vaccine goes back. Well, this was dated back in October of 20, uh, 2009. It was the same kind of premise, the same kind of premise where they were essentially saying that the, the desired effects from taking cocaine would be blocked. Okay. In your brain, there's, there's, there's chemicals and pathways, neurotransmitters in your brain. Um, and that those, the drug messes with those neurotransmitters, right? Uh, and, and, and gives a desired effect, okay? Remember on how we were talking about that just a few minutes ago. It's the same premise here, that this is going to block the, 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 the desired effect of the cocaine so that you would be less likely to want to take cocaine when you're, try, when you're going through rehabilitation. Of course, here says that the participants received five vaccinations over a 12-week period. Over a 12-week period. This was in the studies. This is when they began the human studies of the cocaine vaccine. 
And what I think is interesting right here, and I'm reading right now from um, the NIH, the National Institute of Health. So this is according to the National Institute of Health. This is coming from a uh, paper that they did describing the cocaine vaccine um, and its findings in the studies on humans back in October of 2009. Okay. So during those tests, they had participants received, human participants received five vaccinations over a 12-week period. In this study that they're citing here, the immunizations did not achieve complete absence from cocaine use. It did show a reduction uh, in use uh, that is associated with a significant improvement of cocaine abusers, social functioning, and thus is a therapeutical is therapeutically meaningful. So the cocaine vaccine meant to help those struggling with addiction of cocaine, of abusing cocaine, did not achieve achieve abstinence from cocaine use. It, it just helped them function better amongst their peers. Essentially, that's what this is saying. This was back in 2009. Again, this is the only thing that I have really to compare with you guys to show when talking about the new proposed potential fentanyl vaccine that they're just so excited about. It goes a step further. Again, I'm trying to kind of build up this case to you guys. It goes a step further. So this cocaine vaccine that they created back in 2009, it was actually before that, well, surely, surely they weren't targeting children, right? Like, how, how how would this help children? So being part of, you know what, let me stop sharing this for just a second. I want to talk a little bit of psychology, just a little bit, a little bit of psychology. Psychology tells us that people tend to be genetically predispositioned for certain things, right? Like when you go to the doctors under normal times, not ever since the world lost its ever loving mind, under normal times, you go to the doctor and you fill out this form, right? And, and ask you for your family history, right? Um, who has had cancer, who has had heart disease. Uh, you'll fill out information on what side, your mother, your father, siblings, what have you, right? Uh, you fill out, you know, have they had uh, diabetes, right? All of those things, why? Because most of these cases is that like if you have, uh, you know, if your mother and your father had diabetes, there's a higher likelihood, a higher chance that you might be genetically, dis you know, uh, dispositioned to acquire diabetes yourself. So like you're, if you, you have to eat healthy, right? Just go along with me here. I'm giving the example. You have to eat a little bit more, more healthy and be a little bit more cognizant, right? Because you might be genetically more predispositions for obesity or for, uh, you know, like I said, diabetes or heart disease, whatever it is. Okay. On the flip side, if you have, or on the other side for an, as another example, um, 
one of the main reasons why I do not drink. Most people who know me personally know that I do not drink. Okay. I may enjoy a glass of wine every now and then I may have, uh, you know, a beer every now and then, um, a cocktail or something that like me and my husband share on our anniversary, something along those lines. I don't drink. And it's not because I'm holier than now. It's not that I think that, you know, drinking is, is just this horrible thing. Okay. I'm, I'm just not, I, I, for several reasons, I do not drink. One of those reasons is because alcoholism runs rampant in my family on both sides. I understand that I am genetically dispositioned to potentially become an alcoholic. And obviously to become an alcoholic, I first have to drink alcohol. Now, unfortunately, I'm still genetically predispositioned for, um, for addiction in general. Right. And I do smoke cigarettes. I hate that I do it. I hate that I do it, but given my history, cause back way back when, way back when I was young, dumb and stupid, I did a lot of things. Drugs was one of them. When I was a teenager, I did a lot of drugs. Wasn't happy about it. Thank God I'd never became addicted to it. I also drank a lot. It was horrible. By the time I was 21, I essentially quit drinking. Okay. Like it was, and I, again, as I became an adult and my prefrontal cortex was developed, I understood, you know what? That's probably not a good thing for me to do, but I still smoke. Okay. I wish I didn't, but that's, uh, it's unfortunate, but I do. I smoke cigarettes. I'm addicted to nicotine. Okay. But I don't drink alcohol because of that. It's, it's, it's alcoholism has been a horrible plague on my family. I can't become an alcoholic if I don't drink alcohol. Consider what I just said, because that is the premise for what I'm about to present to you guys now. Going back to the cocaine vaccine, they claim that, and let's see if I can share this. The idea that because so many people were addicted to cocaine, cocaine users, that they would then have children. And you, you unfortunately see it a lot where you see children, you know, that are born and they're underweight and they're addicted to heroin. They're addicted to crack. They're addicted to cocaine. They're addicted to whatever it is, right? Whatever it is that their mother in particular um, was was using and abusing. Okay. Um, so they're, they, they're born with this addiction or they're born with being genetically predispositioned to become addicted to cocaine. Still, you would have to have access to cocaine and actually take cocaine at that point as a teenager, as an adolescent or a young adult to become a cocaine addict. Okay. However, with the cocaine vaccine, they wanted then after they developed it to pitch it as, well, we can give your children who are these adolescents, these teenagers who are genetically predispositioned to this cocaine addiction, we can give them this vaccine and it will help to ensure that they won't become addicted to cocaine. Even though they never taken cocaine, but because they're genetically predispositioned that if they do take cocaine, they might become addicted. Let's take this vaccine and get ahead of it. Let's give them that vaccine and get ahead of it. So they began actually using this cocaine vaccine on adolescents. 
And they admitted, and this wasn't necessary. This there were several different studies, and I'll try to go back and find some of the actual studies that they did on some of these adolescents, where they were giving these children, these minors who had never taken cocaine, this vaccine. Of which, right here, I wanted to point out how many times these people, the test subjects, and these children had to be vaccinated with this cocaine vaccine. For most indications, a vaccine would require several injections over a period. And they're, here they were describing giving the vaccine to the children. Okay, you can see the headline here. Um, would, your, would you vaccinate your kids against drugs? That's what it's referring to here, is the clinical trial of the cocaine vaccine being used on drugs. Any future parent or parents with children under the age of 10 may actually be faced with before your child reaches 18. See, because if you have ever been addicted to cocaine or opioids, your children are going to be genetically, even if you're no longer a user, your children are going to be genetically deep, de uh, genetically predispositioned to have this addiction. So you need to go ahead and vaccinate your children before the age of 18 so that this way they won't. And when they become an adult, even though they may never try to take cocaine, you want to try to prevent that. Do you see where I'm getting at here? This is literally what this is saying. Again, prior to the age of 18, that's what this article is talking about. From most indications, a vaccine would require several injections over a period of up to three months to take effect. After that, regular vaccinations every two to six months would probably be necessary. This is against cocaine and nicotine. It was what this vaccine was that they were talking about. And again, several injections from what we read in the previous articles was about five in about a 12-week period. And then according to this, for the cocaine and nicotine vaccine, every two to six months, you would still need more boosters. Your children would need more boosters for a drug that they may never take, but just in case. Now apply this, apply this, and the same principle to the fentanyl proposed vaccine that they are so excited about that might be take years to develop, but it's moving out of the animal testing phase. And they're just so excited because, you know, Operation Warp Speed defied science and made vaccines just very quickly be able to just move out of all the test phases. So you could see how I, I'm trying to build up the case on how they did this with the cocaine vaccine that most, most people may not have even been aware of. Right. And I wonder why I, I struggled to be able to actually find the studies of the cocaine vaccine, like documentation of the study results of the human trials of the cocaine vaccine. I have not had the chance yet to do a deeper dive by changing my VPN. 
um, and seeing what studies I could find because ironically, even though I'm a United States citizen um, and quote the freest country in the world, and I'm saying that sarcastically um, because of all the things that we faced, you know, going through COVID, I can't find anything about adverse effects during human trials uh, that were conducted during the cocaine vaccine era. I'm willing to bet you that I could probably find some if social media and Google and everything else wasn't, you know, actively trying to censor the truth. But I'm going to keep on searching and I'm hoping in anything that I do find, I'm going to try to include that in the write-up and the blog that I'm going to try to write, um, raising the red flag for this. Because again, I'm trying to present the case to you guys that as of right now, yes, it says that it's years away. But then I presented the case to you on how they're already citing the success of Operation Warp Speed for the COVID vaccine on how they were able to hopefully, hopefully, and I say this sarcastically, hopefully they might be able to rush this fentanyl vaccine. And then, of course, it's not just that it's going to transition. You see, I'm giving you the example of how they could transition this to market this that, oh, yes, well, yeah, it's, it's not going to stop the actual overdose deaths of, of, of immediate, you know, overdose, right? It's not going to stop that. This only would work potentially, potentially. This vaccine would only work for those who are struggling to, to break free of the addiction from fentanyl. But, but you need to give it to your children prior to the age of 18, just because they're genetically predispositioned. You see, they're genetically predispositioned to a fentanyl overdose and friend fentanyl use. Because you might have had and suffered an addiction as, as, as a parent at some point in your life. Do you see how they could potentially market this? And they're going to try to target 18 to 45 year olds and the children that are currently being murdered by these fentanyl poisonings. I hope that I've laid out that case for you because I want to, I wanted to sound the alarm. See, they, again, they, they produce the issue. They just throw away any border security whatsoever, and it is a free-for-all at our border. But again, not just the sheer number of people that are crossing, not just the sheer number of terrorists that are crossing, not just the sheer number of, of, of horrible criminals that are crossing and gang members. No, no, it's also the drugs, right? And see, because now they don't want to acknowledge where the drugs are coming from. They don't want to actually solve the problem like actually securing the border and uncuffing the hands of our law enforcement agencies to be able to actually stop this deadly drug from crossing over our border. No, 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 no. We don't want to do that. We're not, we're not going to talk about that. We instead have a solution for you, and it's this vaccine. Like, you can't make this stuff up. So guys, please like and share this information. And once I hopefully have a chance to write some of this information up in a blog piece, I hope that you guys will share that as well because I'm trying to raise the alarm and tell you guys this is coming. This is coming. Next thing that I wanted to talk about, um, and I, I hope to be wrapping up this up soon. I don't want to drag this on any longer than it has to be. Uh, I don't want to go past an hour, that's for sure, because it's Saturday. Um, but the other thing that I wanted to talk about really quick 
Um, I wanted to touch on the case of the Border Patrol agents that were killed. One so far was killed in Puerto Rico. Here we go. This is the New York Post. Suspected smugglers kill one U.S. Border Patrol agent and injure three in a shootout off the Puerto Rico coast. So apparently this boat came up to the dock and the Border Patrol agents were going to do their job, essentially. Um, And the smugglers, the drug smugglers, just began opening fire. There was no warning whatsoever. Um, They just began shooting. This was in Puerto Rico. Now, we see this happening here all over in Texas and in Arizona, so many different cases. Uh, But one agent was killed so far. Three were injured. I believe the count was one that I saw uh, that was uh, critically injured, uh, still in the hospital. But this is happening even over there in Puerto Rico. And I have seen I've been seeing, you know, videos um, of Puerto in Puerto Rico of boats just just like they are doing in Florida. Um, But that Puerto Rico is not one place that you typically hear in the news um, of these, you know, our Border Patrol agents over there in that area. But it's just that this is more. It's just. It's never going to end. If you, it's like it's just never going to end. More deaths, more deaths, more casualties of this open border intentional invasion. It makes me sick. And then right here, um, I had posted on our blog, my friend Madi, who lives here in North Texas, um, raised the alarm about fake book. Facebook marketplace being used to sell falsified identification. Um, She actually provided a few other accounts that were also selling TIN numbers or tax identification numbers as well. Uh, But but guys, please read that article um, on how, as you guys can see right there, actually blacked out. The only thing that was blacked out of this picture from the post of the person who put this on Facebook was this right here, um, was just covering the, the photograph. Uh, but of course it was it, everything else I covered up because I don't know if that, if this social security number actually belongs to another American citizen. And I put information in the, in the blog post as well in my article here about how much identity theft by illegal aliens committed by illegal aliens actually cost American citizens. And on how other social media apps like TikTok, Snapchat, we've talked about this. You've heard several people talk about this being utilized as a tool. And sure enough, this post comes on up um, and Madi was going through uh, just strolling, scrolling through Facebook marketplace, but fake book marketplace and stumbled upon this. Now this, these IDs, The approximate location was in Houston, um, but it came up here in a feed on Facebook Marketplace here in North Texas in Denton. 
Um, but again, even some other locals, we have some other posts that Marty had found stumbled across, across from actual Denton residents. And we might be able to write up another article, another blog post, another follow-up about TIN numbers, the tax identification numbers that are being sold falsely. We sent that, she sent that information over to the AG's office and also sent the information over to the FBI uh, to hopefully investigate. So while I'm worried about being censored on Facebook, criminals can sell false documentation. Smugglers can advertise their travel agencies on Facebook and social media. But, you know, I'm worried about being taken down. And we've all been worried about taking down, being taken down on, on these platforms, right? So be on the lookout for that. Uh, if you're in your area and you you use Facebook and you see something like that, please shoot it over because I would love to be able to build that case and continue to build that case um, and continue reporting these to the proper authorities. Whether or not something will be done, I hope so. It needs to be. It's disgusting. Illegal and disgusting and cartel. 100% cartel. Operating throughout Texas. There's your evidence of it. So please go to the website as well, uh, securetheborder.us, securetheborder.us. Go to the website, go to the blog section and share that information so that hopefully two more people can, number one, become aware. Number two, hopefully it'll put some pressure on our state officials um, to do something about that. Send it to your representative. Send it to your state representative. Send it to your state senator. Send it to Paxton's office. And ask them what they're what they're planning on doing to address this. Social media being used throughout Texas to sell fake identification. And if you see it, please send it. If you have any other tips, please send it. My contact information, my web, my uh, email is on that website as well. Securetheborder.us. Raise the alarm and raise the alarm about what we just discussed. The fentanyl vaccine, the proposed fentanyl vaccine. It's coming, guys. It's coming, y'all. It's coming. And I could see that. Like I said, I hope I built the case. I hope I made the case of how I see how this could potentially be marketed to Americans. you got to do your duty. Vaccinate your kids 100 million times. For a drug that should never be present here in the country and could greatly be reduced by just doing their job of securing the border and enforcing border security. No, 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 but that's not the solution. The solution is to just mass vaccinate. That's the solution. So like and share the video. Uh, guys, I would love... I would love to be able to hopefully make it back down there to the border, but I need your guys' help. Um, we, we, we're trying to, I, I need to be able to raise some money. Number one, to get, uh, have a, a little stockpile, a little savings so that we can be effective with the upcoming ADA session, uh, text session coming up here. Uh, we had to put a little bit of money aside for that. And I would love to be able to make it down back down there to the border, um, and hopefully report on what actions, if any, governor Abbott is doing differently. And now with Title 42 being lifted, I think now more than ever, we need to hold Abbott's feet to the fire with his projection, if you will, of more photo ops and, and, and bold statements, you know, being put out there of him 
quote unquote, declaring an invasion, which he, which he absolutely did not do. He didn't do anything different. There's no new executive orders. I would love to be able to make it back down there and report to you guys of what's actually happening. And look, if he does something which we're all begging him to do, if he does the right thing, I will always give credit where credit is due. Always, always. I've done that. I hope that you guys know now uh, and respect my work enough that you guys would know that I will always tell the truth no matter what. We want him to do something. I want to go down there to the border and say, oh, my gosh, Abbott is doing it. He's doing it, y'all. He's 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 acting upon this. There's boats in the water. They're they're deterring them. They're they're sending them back. They're not allowing them to cross. They're deporting them back to Mexico. I want to be able to do that. For the love of God, Governor Abbott, please do that so that I can report that. But as we're gearing up for the ADA session, it's important. It is so important that we have factual information of what's actually happening there along the ground. So I would love to be able to make it back down there, but I cannot do it without your guys' help. Uh, for between that, I need some funds to be able to get down there to the border and then hopefully gearing up for the ADA session. So if you guys are able to donate $5, $10, $20, whatever you're able to do, uh, the donate tab is also on our website at securetheborder.us, securetheborder.us. So go to the blog piece, share the blog information, share this information about some red flags, raise that awareness of what I believe the next thing is, uh, of what they're going to try to do is force vaccinate, uh, the eventual force vaccination of, of fentanyl vaccines um, instead of securing the border. But then also, if you guys are able to, I know, I know it's tight right now for everyone. Please, if you're able to, um, anything that you can do will definitely help to help get me back down there to the border and help us gear up for the ADA session um, with factual information so that this way we can go there. Uh, I can report it to you guys and hopefully, you know, starting up uh, when the next session starts up, we can say, yeah, look, this is working. This is working. This is being done. Or we can call their bluffs and say, you know, you guys are spending more of our Texas taxpayer dollars. You're putting up more photo ops and nothing's really being done. I read a tweet earlier today saying uh, that Governor Abbott was sending tanks down there to the border. I haven't been able to verify that, but that was one of the reports that I saw earlier today. And I retweeted it and I said, for what? More photo ops? So they can just sit empty along the banks of the Rio Grande like all those Humvees did for the great photo ops? What's the point of sending tanks? Are you just going to start shooting the tanks? I'm not sure. I'd love to be able to report that. I, yes, I see the tanks and here they are. This is what's happening with it. Yeah, they're deporting them over there. I don't. I, I doubt that I would see that. I would pray that I was wrong, but I can't say it either way if I can't see it for myself and report to it live, especially as we're gearing up for the ADA session. So if you're able to donate, you can do so on the website as well. And I would be so very grateful for that. Um, and just even sharing the information, if you can't donate, like I said, I totally understand. Uh, I totally get it. Times are tough for everyone. Please at least share the information, share the information, share the blog, raise the awareness of that, and then share the information of this new proposed quote unquote fentanyl vaccine. We can all do our part. Anyways, guys, I really appreciate it. I hope that you guys are staying warm because it is freezing and I hope that y'all's heaters are working well. Um, we'll get ours fixed here, hopefully on Monday. So anyways, guys, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope that you guys are having a great weekend. I hope that you 
guys are staying warm. And thank you guys again so very much for all the birthday blessings and wishes. Thank you so very much for all the support. I love y'all so very much. And let's continue to do all that we can to secure our sovereign state and save our sweet Texas. Visit the website, secure the border.us, and y'all have a good night and a great weekend. God bless. Thank you.